Hey everybody, welcome to Hit Rewind. It is just in time for our Halloween episode where we discuss, well, we do this all the time. We discuss like two thriller, horror, action films. Kersey is on the other side with me. And what are we discussing on this episode? This one is interesting because we're doing Demons 1 and Demons 2. And we haven't, in so far, we haven't done like a sequels because they take place on different years. This one's kind of, kind of in the middle because it was clearly shot uh around in time because it came out like very snappy yeah really on top of each other this way horror franchises were they still do it a little bit like they did with the saw series and i feel like there's a couple others they try to do pretty fast like purge i felt like was almost every year for a while there Mm -hmm. but back in the day it was hey we gotta get to go now 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 because people have such short attention spans what shocks me is that there's only two entries in a series, and I think so entered. They're trash. They're highly entertaining. Yeah, I mean, there's like, what, eight leprechauns? Yeah. <laughs> That's the weirdest shit. So I had to ask somebody right before this, because I couldn't find anything online, and I don't have these on Blu-ray, I just put them on YouTube. I will be buying them on Blu-ray, because I enjoyed them so much. Um, but I thought both of these went straight to video. And uh, the first one did get played in about 40 theaters. A friend of mine saw it in San Francisco back when E5. And uh, the sequel got released straight to video. But this just feels like the kind of thing that you could have built a lot of more entries. And technically, I guess there's in Italy where they don't have the same copyright laws. (laughs) There's a lot of companies Mm -hmm. that slap the words (laughs) on their movies. Apparently, there's eight of them. But not actual part of the... Non-canonical. Now, uh, to jump ahead a little bit, do you feel like this is more anthology oriented the way the second one kind of kind of sort of ignores the first one kind of feel like it will dead t-shirt okay oh yeah okay it's I like see that. pseudo pseudo remakes has like the same actor and same same scenario but just like uh kind of upgraded a little yeah it's in my opinion i would love if it was a real trilogy where you're building up the world like the way they did the dead you know no nylon uh dawn of the day i can't talk um that it starts off in a theater then it moves to the you know the rest of the city and then you know the third part would be after the apocalypse the last surviving you know live among this world ravaged by demons um but it didn't go in that direction but let's go all the way back to the beginning and uh this was originally part to of an anthology film uh it was going to be one of the segments uh that uh, of a film that Dario argento was working on and he felt this was the strongest piece so he decided to extend this to a full movie and a little bit feels like it's padded it's it's an like an 82 yes. minute movie of course take out the credits it's probably about 75 um there's I, I wish i could go back myself and read because i feel like well he literally did <laughs> you know i mean in my head i have the idea that i was telling you i would rather but maybe not three films maybe like just three seg three um one movie but three parts the first half hours in the theater the second parts they break out and go into the city and then the third parts they have to leave civilization to survive and uh basically what this is if you haven't seen this it's kind of a zombie formula in a way um, in the way that it's contagious and it spreads so fast, but it's basically the mysterious guy with a, a metal mask um, is inviting everybody to a sneak preview of a new movie. This theater has been shut down, it's reopened it, and the, it's so strange how it passes. The rules are a little flimsy how they become, but the one girl... Yeah, it's kind of a co- more of a coincidence that everything happened. Uh, yeah. Then it... She scratches herself with a mask that's a prop. And that infects her face. How that turns her into a demon is really flimsy because you would think that would just infection, you know, parasites or or how they do in zombie movies, like there's zombie on it, but I don't understand exactly. Really, let go of the rules. Let go of logic. There is no real 
you know, like understanding of the concept. <laughs> it's just fast and crazy. And I think that's why I enjoyed it. And it also has no fucking... Yeah, and that's the thing that's kind of interesting. This was really like meta before that was really a thing. Um, so I'd imagine at the time this was like, oh, they're watching a movie. Like literally they're watching a movie about what's happening. To them. Yeah, and you, that's really... how you get all your exposition is through that movie. Yeah, but unfortunately you do have to sit around for about 15 minutes of people watching and it kind of it feels weird but in, it, it feels weird in a good way it's really mm -hmm. in how it delivers this i kind of want to watch like how, i want to watch that movie that they're watching <laughs> i want that to be a yeah. full thing <laughs> it kind of it kind of reminds me uh how like to find the horror genre's metal this was yeah. kind of like a, a prototype so and, that's why it doesn't really matter yeah how you turn into uh, a zombie because like it is literally just saying it's a booby guys who cares yeah it, it's, it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek outrage um and mo but for the most part though it's infected through you know bites and scratches and uh just constantly trying to move and get into the right place to protect yourself as long as you, po you possibly can while the demons are trying to get to you and it's just there's a lot of crazy violence and yes uh, the i love badly dubbed italian voices i fucking love it uh i don't know i can't remember his name i had it tony something but he's the pimp and i was he a pimp i could not figure out what the relationship I thought, I thought was maybe i'm being racist um <laughs> well that's the thing about it it's like for you know for folks like us who you know uh lift hard cucks whatever you want to call it it's kind of like this weird thing where it's like i kind of I'm uncomfortable with the voice that they're doing, but he's also the smartest, most capable character, and kind of considerate when you think about it. Yeah, like he was really pissed that she was like playing with the mask. It's like, hey, don't play with that. It's a, they have it out as a prop, you know. Like, don't mess with their stuff. Um, well, yeah, and then and then he, I think it's one of the very first movies I've ever seen where they pull. Like, again, a spoiler, like the way they did with Deep Blue Sea with Samuel L. Jackson, you think is going to be the leader. They do that to him, too. You really believe he's going to be the guy, and all of a sudden they just take him out. And you're like, what? The no, oh, I didn't expect that. Yeah, most recently, it kind of reminds me of the hate. Um, you have that, like, that moment of security that the main character is the main character, and then suddenly just, bam, they're dead. And then now it's like, well, who, ta who takes over? Who's in charge? And it kind of creates this chaos as yeah. everyone's realizing that they don't know what to do. And he was the one that was really in charge. And and then when he becomes a demon, that's when things get kind of like, oh. I think the scene where they come up from the staircase is so iconic in Italian horror. Um, and it's really spooky. It, it's it's an imagery that I, I will... Uh, this is uh, from Lumberto Bava, the son of Mario Bava. Didn't direct a lot of movies. He only did, I think, four or five. We did one uh, for Trash Cinema a couple years ago called Blast Fighter. And uh, did one called Devilfish. And I think just the two D. Don't recall if he did or somebody went through the phone. Was um, Blast Fighter the, the, the one about the, the guy in the woods with yes. his dog? Yeah. Okay, I remember that. Um, he has that special shotgun with a different... Yes. Um, I think he really does have an eye for this genre and it's kind of weird. Maybe he just didn't want to be beholden to it like the way his father was and just walked away. I don't know what it was or he just got it out of his system, but I really enjoy his work. Yeah, I mean, it, it's for me to recommend unless you're really a fan of this kind of stuff because it, it kind of starts out as kind of a mellow and then as it goes on, it gets progressively like more horrifying and then gets yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, it progresses in a way that is so un yeah but there's um, also that ending okay i like the helicopter part i hate motorcycle with sword part because i'm sorry even as silly as this movie is there's a fucking way you could steer that thing and yeah, give exactly, proper yeah. sword swipes that no. was the moment i was thinking of when i said schlock like pure <laughs> unadulterated yeah it's just if i were 
if I were to make that movie, I would have her like turned around or whatever, like strap something together, and she's the one swinging the blade as he's steering himself around the theater. Which also, there's not a lot of room to move theater. It's a big theater, but <laughs> on a motorcycle, <laughs> it is not. But did you like kind of the ruthless end where you think safe and the credits are starting to roll, and then it pulls it out for a moment? Yeah, I, I like the movie. I'm, I'm just trying. To, I'm thinking back on it now about um, moments in it that I'm kind of used by, and the one thing I remember. Is there a point in following those four people driving that car? No, that is clearly filler. Okay, it's as if the movie... Fun. I mean, is, is, that's the thing I didn't understand. That was 20 minutes of, like, why are we watching these fucking... They're doing coke, they're shitty people, and they get... Uh, they're followed by the cops, and they uh, break into the theater, which is weird, considering the theater is apparently completely closed off from an escape, and somehow they get in. I don't know if the, the theater itself is evil, and they let them in, um, but it's just more cannon fodder, where there was plenty of people to kill, so I don't understand why they... I think it's... Yeah, I, I, so thinking about, like, basically how you want a movie, I think, and I think if you're connecting to the second one, if there if that was planned ahead of time, if you're making part one, two, it would make sense, like, the theater, the, the guy that had the mask on or whatever, I don't know, some kind of pet of cosmic parties. And so he has to, he does, like, this night where he brings a bunch of sacrifices, and that's why he closes it off so that way. Does it, like, bleed out the rest of the world? Yeah. And these punks... You know, blow the place open, and then it gets out. Yeah, but they, okay, but, so that means that negates the point of the second one connected to the first one because they come through. So that is yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's hard to connect really. Yeah. Um, but I guess it doesn't really matter. But maybe the demonic it's, forces it's got strong. Were they supposed to be contained in the church or in the theater? Is that something yeah. I missed? Well, that's my. That's how I interpreted it. Because block off people. Yeah. Well, that's because they didn't want them to escape. They wanted them to sacrifice. But I also wonder if the demons got stronger through the sacrifices, and that's how they were yeah. able to risk themselves in different ways. Because they don't come through the screen in the first movie, but that is something kind of they, they kind of hint at a little bit. But it's in the yeah. second one where they're powerful enough to literally come out of the movie, which reminds me of that movie we watched called Vin Dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now I really like the second one. I think the second one has a much bigger budget. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't waste it on uh, popular musicians. Like the first movie, they're like, "Oh, we have Iron Maiden. We have the, you know, like, uh, you know." Oh yeah, uh, Billy Idol. Yeah. yeah, Motorhead and Rick Springfield and all the stuff. Like they, I think they spent a lot of money trying to get that soundtrack. And I think in the second one, they were smarter by putting it into the actual film itself. It moves faster. There's. I really don't feel like there's a whole lot of padding. And the showdown in the garage is one of the best. I think. Yeah. It I kind of wish I watched this one first because after the first one, the only thing I could notice was how it was like it, like how it paced. It was basically the same movie where it's like they're watching the movie, demons come out, uh, they kill people, they turn, they turn other people, and like the the guy who you don't think is gonna be the hero has his shirt ripped open and he's a ripped dude and he fucks shit up. I don't know. Like the, the only thing I could notice at that point was just like how similar they were. If I had watched this before the first one, I think I would have. Oh uh, yeah, I can see that. I I um the, the two big special effects sequences I think um one is kind of an alien ripoff in a way. It, the pregnant like gets all muted. And I thought that was kind of cool, but I thought the showdown uh in the lobby where the demon crawls out of that lady's back. <laughs> it oh, is yeah. a fucking amazing effect which they steal in poltergeist 3 i just watched poltergeist 3 for the first time don't it's terrible but he literally there's a literally a special effect where they crawl out of someone's back i'm like you fuckers you saw demons <laughs> um but i do think the actions is and the build up of the story movie but i am still bothered uh the, the, the guy who was a pimp is now like the aerobic workout instructor could they have cast somebody so else because then i could have still in my head maybe said well it's a sequel but it's just taking place in a location but then i saw him and i was like that better be him. 
<laughs> yeah, because they kind of do the same thing again with him. He's like the strong leader type, and then he's killed, and then like figuring out. So, again, just like so similar in a lot of ways as distracting. Oh. And I, I think it's because I watched them back to back. I didn't really get enough time to let the first movie. I think a lot of Italian horror films, and I know I'm. I should go rewatch some more of them, but a lot of them don't really make sense. It's dream-like qualities. Italy seems to just want their horror movies to be a little ambitious and weird-like, you know, like just a separation yeah. from our reality. Um, and sometimes they're kind of incoherent. Now, this one, these movies are messy, but I feel like these are the most polished. Like, Hollywood, the closest thing they're going to get to making a Hollywood-style horror film. I can see. Um, yeah, I, I think they're the imagery that jumps out to me from both of these movies one is the the transformations the first which is always like the teeth falling out and new fangs coming in is always fan like th those effects are fantastic and then the second one the uh demon coming out of the teeth, that was uh, cool. really fucking cool. i think i think what they had to do was a projection of the rubber screen yes and this would have to be pushed out by a solid object kind of the way the freddy comes out of the wall i was just gonna right think of is how they could have done that but i, I think they, they take the special effects that we already kind of recognize like their effects whatever but they put their own use and i'm mm. telling you right now i don't care how many better effects in fucking one of my love bladder effects for some reason they're so gross and um now there was supposed to be a third one it was really designed to be a trilogy but uh he reworked the script for the third one and it's called the church which will come up i believe in 87 or 88 i'm actually curious about this one because everybody's telling me it's a much bigger budget really fantastic. but did i miss something at the end of the second one when they were smashing was there some kind of nefarious plot that they were projecting movie that's supposed to uh, i i i can't remember the second one too well because it didn't have that grab you kind of in the first movie the streets right. in the apocalypse <laughs> blown away by that little kid <laughs> um uh the second one i don't even remember that but i feel like they were they were trying to stop more infections i guess to these but i thought at that point there's so many dudes out there it matter if you still have the demons spreading like crazy right at that point no one's fine yeah no they're all running out screen. Demons. now how do you feel about italian horror is this kind of newer to you or have you kind of uh it's it's a little new to me i'm familiar with uh, Dario Argento. Yeah, that's um, all I know. That's all I really know. Exactly. Uh, I, I believe, we did watch uh, some. It was the very first episode. Yeah. Oh, this one? I thought that was trash. No, no, no. The very first episode of our little we double feature. We bleed over a lot, don't we? Our double feature started last August. We did it for charity. Oh, and then we, we went and discussed it after zombies. They terrified me so bad. Um, <clears throat> which is a nice segue, and you didn't even know it, is that our next episode is The Return of the Living Dead and Day of the Dead. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> Losing Dave, my Dave the Dead, I have a whole essay for that. Oh, nice. God, to step back and let you do that one. Um, so that is, we were still being in, in 1985. Yes, I know in 85, 86. And that might happen again where we, if sequels are so close to it, because it helps with the discussion, especially if there's only like two parts. Um, not like the way it was a franchise. Remember we used to do the franchise frenzy through yes. all the chases? Oh, I can't wait to do the. I, I grabbed uh, Leatherface, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Ooh. 3, and added it to for 19. Nice. But that's still quite a ways off. But we're still in 1985, and check us out. I own that one, Really? Well, it's yeah. for me. Oh, it's a lot cheaper on the Voodoo. Is that the one that has McConaughey? No, that's four. That's Next Generation. This is the one with Vigo uh, Mortensen. Maybe I have And the poster says The Saw. <laughs> um, yeah, they're really ripping off the movie. I'll say this. I've seen a single, to be except the most. I like all of them. I rarely go back, really? though. I like every century, but I rarely ever revisit them. Because of traumatizing? I think only the second one's not traumatizing. Really? Oh, that's interesting, because I, 
I've seen most of them, and I would say really only two uh, really hit for me. Oh, um, so we are on Facebook under Hit Rewind Podcast. Subscribe, uh, comment, give us suggestions. We miss. I'm sure there's some stuff. Oh, there's some. Yeah, but some of them we're gonna pick up later. That we don't demons. I know technically probably counts as trash. So I felt like it was. Um, you know what we could do is at the end of each year we'd like a final wrap up. That's like a quick review, quick fire of some of the. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So at the end of '85, because I feel like the only thing I missed something in '84. Um, and it was Dreamscape. If I can find something else. Have you ever seen that one? Dennis Quaid? Uh, uh, no, I heard of it. Yeah, Dennis Quaid is a, a psychic who is hired to their trauma, but there's someone else in there trying to kill people. It came out like about a month or two before night. No one ever talked. Um, that is it for us here. Kersey, you want to send about? Uh, goodbye, folks. I don't know what to say. Like, I, I feel like we should have like a, a, a spoopy Halloween sort of exit. Um, oh, 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 oh. That's bootastic. Nothing. <laughs> Fucking nothing. Uh, nope. Everything I say is it sounds like a Joe Bob Briggs kind of go. Bye. Goodbye.